culture collides with hip hop. Tell them it one more time. Some hip hop shit. The strength of a Jedi's in the code that we live Welcome to On Some Hip Hop Shit. <laughs> Once again, we're rolling. It is Brando Calrissian, a.k.a. B. Schultz, a.k.a. Brandon Digital. I finally figured out what my a.k.a.s are just in time for my co-host, Wednesday's Finest, a.k.a. Adam Silverstein, to fly to Coop, who's, uh, who's now in, in Europe on the friendly skies um big shout to wednesday's finest but i'm here today i'm not alone i got my uh my right hand man mace diggy (laughs) at anime addict um uh fanatic producer slash engineer slash do it all man and joining us, our special guest today, we have none other but Davian Watkins. Hello, 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 world. Uh, if you don't know D. Watkins, he is the creator of uh, Comic Strip and um, upcoming comic book um, called Notes from his superhero enterprises. That's Enterprise. It. That's it, man. So, welcome. Thank you, man. I appreciate yes. you for having me here, you know, for the show. Appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. We are live at Meltdown Comics 7522 Sunset Boulevard, right in the heart of Hollywood, where we are slanging comics, <laughs> <laughs> toys, comedy. If you guys are not up on Meltdown, planning a trip to the L.A. area, this is a must-see. It's a must stop. There's always an event here, whether it be the Nerdist Theater to our left or in the back. Uh, Meltdown has um, a full calendar, 365 days a year. And um, if nothing else, you can come in here and geek out on toys, on comics, and um, have some good conversation in a chill, no-pressure environment. So come on out. Treat yourself if you haven't already. And if you are returning G, treat yourself to all kind of discounts. I mean, you get discounts for Meltdown dogs. <laughs> Bring your dog in and get wow. a discount. You know what I mean? It's a it's a family here. So. It's a family affair. Yeah, we try to we try to big it up and keep it going. Um because this is the root. This is the root. Um D I don't want to say too much before we get into your story because um it's very interesting and compelling you actually started in in the world of music talk to us about that yeah yeah um i started out in 94 95 i had a um, opportunity coming out of high school um i don't want to date myself 
but I just did. Um, to to start working with um, A&M Records, it was um, started out as this internship called Yester Jobs, mm. and you know I remember it vividly. Now we're talking about it, it's, it's one of those um, summer t- internships, and um, they offered me opportunity to get into. Uh, what I saw is just something that I can do for that summer, um, and it actually turned into something that might, became my career um, in marketing nice. um, music. Um, at that time, it was straight G. Um, this is like um, one of DJ Quick's first acts. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, we had Ice T's, um, Gripster, um, and it was a new label. It was a new opportunity. It's called Tough Break Records. Um, it was actually AM Records' first rap. Uh, subsidiary okay so um yeah i mean i spent like six months there kind of developed my acumen um doing calls a lot of the initial radio calls you know there was dread scott actually was another artist that was um signing he had a a record called back in the days okay um that was doing pretty well so you know i got my run and my foot wet and uh that's how we uh got got the ball rolling and uh, and doing promotions for my first rap acts. Moved into Priority Records back in 95. Um, as you know, that's this label that Ice Cube was signed to. Um, yes. At the time, Jay-Z. The, the original West Coast. Absolutely. Kind of powerhouse. Absolutely. Rap label. That was it. That was that was the West Coast act. Mm-hmm. Uh, the our our that, Sugar Hill, or you that know, was the home for yeah, West Coast music exactly. at the time. Uh, N.W.A. was signed to Priority, as you know from the the recent film Straight Outta Compton. So mm-hmm. um, that's when you know things were really got started to get interesting for me, um, working with some familiar acts that became very uh, worldwide known: uh, Jay Z and Master P. Right, yeah, we're also on that label. So you kind of backed into the the music industry in a way, almost like was that a goal for you? Or um, you know, coming out of high school, you know, you just trying to get into something that's gonna get you some money for the summer, and you know, I was rolling, and you know, you want to keep the car going, and so, <laughs> um, but I at the time, you know, was always um into music, and mm. so the music aspect of my background was this was just going to be my opportunity to build um, a professional career. So, yeah, I mean, I, I took that opportunity and said, look, this is what I want to do. It was at a place that was really popping at the time. Right. You know, I mean, everything we put out, gold and platinum plaques, every um, album that was coming out. We had West Side Connection doing stuff at that time. Mm. Um, you know, so... It was a it was a good time. It was a good time. you know good good start to a good career, Absolutely. you know for me. Yeah, that's great, man. Rewind a little bit further. You grew up. You grew up. You're L.A. L.A. native. How, how, yeah, where did you come up. Yeah, I come up. Um, I grew up in Los Angeles um, area, um, out of Baldwin Hills, um, that Crenshaw District area, mm-hmm. and so you know I went to school um, in the town. So um, music was always a part of my background. I mean. It's just something that my family was connected to. Um, I got a younger uncle who was always playing NWA when I was coming up. So, I mean, that's how I got my attachment Mm -hmm. to the music. I mean, I kind of grew up interested in stuff to act like 
you know, the far side um, and those kind of West Coast 90, you know. Passing uh, me by. Soul, Souls of Mischief. Those type of acts mm-hmm. were like the hip-hop underground um, acts that. Good that, Life. Yeah, the Good Life was was, was it, one of the spots where I went to uh, pretty t- often. Tell, I, the, tell the people what the Good Life is. The Good Life is a spot, you know. That's where a lot of acts, uh, you know, get discovered. And, um, you know, when. Um, right in the middle of Mert Park in it, L.A. It, it was, you know, I think that was a spot where uh, Stilo, he got his first record deal. Um, mm-hmm. He got his, uh, I was there that night, actually. Stilo got his deal based on that song, I Wish. I Wish I Was a and, Little Bit Taller. Yeah, I Wish I Was a Little Bit Taller. I Wish I Was a Baller. <laughs> and um, that night when he did that song, I mean, the whole crowd went crazy. And that's how he got his deal. Uh, that's that was a spot that was a good night yeah that was definitely the <laughs> night that was the night that made his life yeah, yeah. and then ac alone and AC alone freestyle those fellowship freestyle fellowship oh, i mean a lot of those people yeah. used to come through there you know um so i mean i just enjoyed you know being a part of it you know being a part of the hip-hop culture because i just loved it you know i loved the music listening to it whether it was you know tribe called quest or um, acts like that that just kind of caught on um, as an early part of the soundtrack of my life. Mm. Um, so that's just, like I said, I fell in love with it, the opportunity to be able to be connected to it from behind the scenes. You know, working for an actual label that was putting out, you know, hit music. So, right. yeah, oh, I had huge. a good time. Yeah, I mean, you were the person that everybody was trying to, like, hey, you got the record. We got the I record. I was actually guy. the guy. I we was got the that guy. guy. <laughs> I was the guy that they came to for for music because I was actually doing DJ promotion. So everybody knew that you know at the club. I mean, we would be handing out and doing those. I was doing the grassroots marketing and mm-hmm. promotion for these acts. So we were right. giving out CDs, T-shirts, and you know that's Super Dave. That's what they used to call me back in the days. Um, you know, hit them up for the music, hit them up for the CDs. I took care of all the DJs in L.A. nationwide. I was sending out records, you know, every week. And, you know, I would get those calls from those. They would definitely be hitting me up for the music, for sure. That's dope. Man. And, and now, um, how do you go from record promotion guy to even thinking about you know the world of of, of comics and, and and comic strips because that's that's what we're here to talk about yeah i mean it's an interesting transition for me because just like you said coming from music industry um music was my background music was what i was going to be doing um and as the industry started to change we started to see the development of the internet um, really early on, um, 95 was around the time when we first saw, you know, a website go up. So, mm-hmm. you know, things started to change. Um, I slowly got out of the industry, transitioned back into, um, you know, I actually went back to school. Um, this was um, during 2006 and, you know, around that area. Uh, I wanted to kind of take my acumen from you know, what I've been developing, my experience in the record industry, and then apply some technical knowledge, you know, going back to school and trying mm-hmm. to build that up. Um, so during that time, you know, I um, went through a phase where, okay, as a part of my hobby, as a part of what I wanted to do, you know, between classes, I was doing music um, the production. Um, and I started producing music. You know, this is when CDs were still popular. Mm. Um so I was using 
those uh, CDs to kind of get my name out there as far okay. as a music producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came up with a logo. And the character was was just going to be me with this microphone in my hand and just like this music uh Vice controller mixer in another hand, and mm-hmm. we'd be running to save the day, running to save the music because they were calling me Super Dave anyway. Okay, so I kind of like put that whole combination together and came up with a character. And the character was what we came to, you know, develop as this, this superhero today. And the character's name is Notes, so mm-hmm. he's this music superhero. Um, and that's how it all developed out of a logo. Awesome, yeah. So, um you mentioned notes uh, started or at least had a, had a life as a as a comic strip in um, Culver City local newspaper. Yeah, um, so this was like last year. I mean, we took it. It's actually taken some time to kind of um, get us to this point, but I mean, the years kind of gone through. I mean, we came up with the logo back in 2004. I kind of sat around on the shelf for a little while with the, you know. Um, development not even something i was thinking about getting into but um as i was making my way through school um some of my my alumni um i'm a graduate of uh, pepperdine university Mm -hmm. and some of my um alumni that came to me and you know talked to me about you know why don't you come up with a story for the character because i was passing out my cds at the time you know just getting the word out on the music and um one of them thought it was a good idea i thought it was a good idea and we kind of started developing a backstory for the character notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how that all kind of started and developed into something um, as far as storytelling goes. Because I had no background in storytelling at all. I was just uh, really creative when it came to just thinking up ideas. Okay. So we had an initial, yeah. initial concept. It was something that was... Um, that was obviously there for them to come to me and you know you know suggest this idea. So um, that's kind of where I started hooking up with some some real talented um, artists and said, well, why don't we put out a bunch of artwork on the internet, get some feedback from the uh, the internet um, audience, and kind of build our fan base from there. Um, and at that point. We started seeing where, what direction we could take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's loosely based. The story kind of became loosely based on my experiences in the record industry. Um, and, yeah, that's development of the initial origins of notes. That's what we called it. We came up with, like, a mini comic book. So if you go to the website today, um, which is Superhero Enterprises mm. company, um, you can see that initial comics book uh mini comic book that we had came up with just to kind of get the word out on the character mm. yeah. that's dope so tell the people the url again so they could uh visit well yeah it's www.superheroenterprises.company and so yeah i mean initial this idea of the character started out as we would do this this mini comic book and then we would kind of float the idea around, get some feedback, and it got uh, the eye um, and the attention of a publisher in Culver City newspaper that you were talking to me about. Right. Um, and um, he called us in and said, you know, he liked the concept of it. Why don't we come up with a comic strip? And we started publishing the comic strip back last year in 2015. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, I mean, it's like a 30000 circulation 
um, in Culver City. Mm. And the feedback was just, you know, enormous. I mean, we would get people just kind of fanning out over this new character. So That's cool. Yeah, I mean, we started spending time just kind of floating around Culver City a little bit, going to the different comic shops here and, mm-hmm. you know, doing signings and whatnot. And um, that's how, you know, this fandom is kind of starting to develop. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Give us what you want to give the people about the story. Give us your your summary, uh, your, your elevator yeah, elevator pitch. When someone says, "What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> what is yeah. that? What is that character? That yeah. what, what do you what do you tell people?" Um. Well, I mean, because I was going through a, a transition, you know, during the time of of internet and the digital age. I mean, I kind of came up with a whole cast of characters. So when you go to the website, you'll see, um, you know, there's like a super villain. Um, uh, arch nemesis his name is duplicate mm-hmm. and so i came up with for me i don't know i just was thinking piracy in these guys i would see these guys all the time mm-hmm. at the different like grocery stores and liquor stores and um they would be out selling these cds and every time everywhere i go they're like trying to sell me cds so mm-hmm. i came up with this guy and then yeah. he just became like this super villain uh he was a bootlegger mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I came up with, I said, well, we'll call him Duplicate. And he'd be like the arch nemesis for Notes because Notes is, you know, out to save the music. And this guy's out here running around, you know, bootlegging everybody's music. And so that was, you know, the beginning of like an, a rivalry between these two characters. And I came up with then after that a um, a love interest for Notes melody mm. so i was building like a cast of characters around notes and like i said it would be a fictional music industry universe um and i would you know have real world characters um connected to these different um fictional characters um like emc would be notes's uh mentor okay. and um built a whole cast of characters around this character uh notes just came kind of came up with a story a back backstory for each of the characters mm-hmm. and you know i mean that process obviously so superhero enterprise you know kind of kind of lets you in on maybe some some of the story is it is he a hero is he a superhero yeah i mean he kind of becomes he, he develops powers? His, yeah he yeah. becomes this um a superhero mm-hmm. he himself um within the story superhero enterprises was going to be the label that i would use to um to launch the project mm-hmm. i mean like it was that it all started out with people's interest in notes and so i attached having the music you know the music industry background or the business background um superhero enterprises was going to be the label that we would publish through yeah um so i kind of self-published i guess that's what we would call sure. it you know yeah. during the time when the internet internet was actually first starting to catch on people were building their own websites mm. um, so we got in really early yeah so at that point you know word got around and um since then we've been coming coming come up with you know the weekly comic strips um based on just an initial origin story for the character notes great and him becoming a superhero in the music industry so what are some of the responses you get what do people tell you who you know who you don't even know you you might have touched oh i mean i think you know the main um responses is just the fact that it's so unique 
Um, mm. It's a superhero that's just never been thought of before. A lot of people just said, when they, when you first see it, it's just say it's it's just so different from anything that any company's done in in the past. And there's some great superheroes out there. I mean, mm. you know, from Superman to Iron Man, um, but the uniqueness of a music superhero mm -hmm. and um, the attachment that he has to the music industry is something that I don't think anyone's ever done before uh, in the past. Um, and I guess the reason it's so powerful is because I love some, my, because of my love for the music industry mm -hmm. and, you know, um, um, so he, gets, he takes stuff. down he takes down those music pirates. <laughs> hey, the pirates he was go, a big he goes deal. at yeah. Napster, yeah, exactly. Like the piracy <laughs> was a big deal, and mm -hmm. it started to kind of um, screw up the music, and it, it took down the music industry, as you know, mm -hmm. um, and many of the, uh, the listening audience would know. Um, so yeah, I mean, he's battling that that piracy aspect. That was my my initial thoughts because. Mm -hmm. That's what took down the music industry that I was a part of at the time. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And and so like as a as a fan, you know, because to some extent we all start off. Yeah. In this as fans, we do a thing on this show. A lot of times you you, know, you hear people either written or on Twitter on social media talk about your top five you yeah, know? yeah and then a lot of times there's a lot of overlap in the top five so we on on some hip-hop shit yeah. we say who's your who's your surprise top five like who's the top five without you being like oh I have to check this box or that box <laughs> who who are those artists in, mm. in your in your repertoire I, I think the the funny thing about me is this the the concept of a top five is still unique to me um, because it's hard. I mean, the era that I came up in was, you know, there was characters within the music. These guys were, like, um, superstars to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that said, I mean, me working from behind the scenes, I nowadays... Could it could be out. any era, any era. Any I could pick out. I could pick out a few guys, you know, from the new era. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that Make, mix and sense. match. You know, all old era. It's up to you. I mean, I still love Method Man and and you know those Wu Tang nice, artists. Nice. Those are um, some of my favorites. Um, Ice Cube, you know, being mm -hmm. um, from the West and um, just kind of growing up um, on this side of town. Um, he dropped a lot of knowledge. Yeah. So. Um, and he kind of brought us to a point where we can say what we want to say and, um, you know, and, you know, still be appreciated. Um, That's dope. Uh, who else? I mean, I like I like Drake. Uh -huh. I like, you know, as a new artist. Um, he's, he's, he's slowly come into my life and, uh, um, you know, made me um, connect to some of the newer artists. Um, who else could I say in the top five? Red Man's still there. Red Man. Yeah. Okay. Snoop. Yeah, yeah. Snoop. Red. Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. yeah. I still like Snoop uh, music. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Those, that's that's a that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. A lot of people um, a lot of people haven't said uh, haven't said meth, but um, I think that's 
that's one that if people don't know, they need to know. Yeah. <laughs> because when Wu-Tang first came out, that was like, a man, this I mean, is what you heard. This is like where I get ideas for my, con- my comic book characters. Right. Just listening to music like this, like... These are real like stories they're telling in, in the music, and it's so like creative the way they were able to tie it all together and bring like a real life world, you know, for us to imagine. So yeah, Method Man was definitely in the top. That's the man. I think um, I think it's dope. I actually um, I don't know if you saw the movie uh, on VH1, The Breaks. It was like a special uh, two-hour movie, and I didn't catch it. It's, it's gonna be a series. Oh really? They're gonna, they're gonna bring it back as a series, and uh, it takes place in the '90s. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they had lots of uh, classic um, era, you know, kind of people who kind of turned up as actors <laughs> and even though this was probably the era where method man was probably like 18 19 you know for fast forward to 2017 he's playing the character's dad the main oh, character yeah, is mac right. wild okay, i can imagine that yeah <laughs> i mean because i mean he's switching to the whole acting thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and he did out. it he did i'm glad that he did it too because and he didn't he didn't have to be cool with it, you know, because the character's dad was kind of a jerk, you know. Yeah, and, yeah. um, you know, he didn't have to be the good guy, you know. Right. I think that's one thing that more MCs are start, starting to be less uh, hypersensitive, mm, you know, right. about pro- protecting their image at all costs. Right. You know, and that is the yeah. dope thing about even artists of, of today, like a Drake or whatever, who could kind of talk about his faults and talk about, you know, insecurities and things like that and still function, you know. It, it, it's a little bit more sustainable, right. you know, because you, you see a lot of people in the hip-hop industry just, I mean, they die for their image. Right, yeah. Well, I mean... They die for, you know, what was thought to be the ideal, even right. when they knew better, you yeah. know. So I mean, it was important. I mean, I think the sound has is, is always been just kind of unique to each individual artist, which make them stand out apart from each mm-hmm. other. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, so notes. Um, notes is is it an all ages book? Is it something that yeah. you show to little ones? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely all ages. I, I think when we thought about like the demographics and you know when i wanted to start out i was thinking i wanted to go for that shock factor teenagers you know that whole um era of uh, comic books because they kind of came back around mm-hmm. during the um initial um, phases of the development for this character um superheroes have, have been you know kind of buried in the comic books for many years, and then all of a sudden these superhero movies started coming back right. around. I think this was around the time when Spider-Man 1 was was um, um, starting, uh, you know, to hit the theaters. And so that's when I kind of caught on to what was happening and said, you know, this is 
actually something that people are paying attention to. So why don't we, you know, kind of pick up the the ball and start rolling with it? Um, um, yeah. So, so uh, it's approachable for. Yeah, for, I think you know it's for, for teenagers. I think we we wanted to make sure that um, because little kids are always going to do what their older siblings want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of look we um, take we took on it, and so yeah, we made it for both teens. Um, but we also like concepted for like you know baby you know from kids and you know that are into the comic books these days yeah nice nice so next steps with um, with uh, with notes what what do you want to leave the people with where where, where, what do you want them to support what you're up to well I definitely want them to go into our social media accounts you know follow us there Um, we're at um, super power enterprises um, on Twitter. Um, we have our Instagram account. Um, definitely, you can go to our website. Um, again, um, all of our links are right there on the homepage of the uh, website. And you know, start following us. Start you know creating a uh, a, a foundation for us. Um, what we're working on next is you know ideas for our future story concept. Um, I'm working with a a very talented writer, um, Tiger Williams, who um, uh, wrote the film Minister Society. He also is responsible for Mm -hmm. uh, The Perfect Guy um, that was just recently um, in the theaters uh, featuring Sinai Lathan and Morris Chestnut. um, We're drafting Nice. Uh, concept for a new screenplay uh-huh. um, behind the character so that's the next phase is you know starting to pull together the graphic novel uh, ideas and concepts and uh, a return to the comic strip and yeah. you know building those stories out you know there's various stories that we're telling for notes now awesome so yeah. that's superhero enterprises dot company um, check it out. There's uh, there's there's plenty to dig into over there, yeah. and yeah, I just want to thank you for coming on some hip hop shit. I appreciate it, man. Definitely, y'all can check out the websites. Um, you can reach us both at Superpower Enterprises dot company. Uh, I'm sorry, Superpower Enterprises dot com and Superhero Enterprises dot company. Um, both of those websites are up and. Uh, featuring notes and all of the concepts, uh, art uh, that we have available and some of the stories um, for you guys to read as well. That's what's up. (laughs) (laughs) That's Stilo. From Baldwin Hills. To the world of notes. Thank you. Davian Watkins. Yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the um, the love you guys are showing me here. So, Respect. thank you. Back. Look forward to having you back. All right. And dropping the next issue, Looking next Comic Con. That'll be dope. That'll be dope. Thank you, man. Congrats. All right, bye. Yes. Boom. This episode of On Some Hip Hop Shit was produced by Brandon Schultz and Adam Silverstein, engineered by Mason Booker, and recorded at the Meltcast Podcast Studios, Hollywood, California. They got street legends. 
Our theme was produced by King Smo of the Animal Crackers. And a special thanks to Francisco, Gaston, Mark, and Mike Davis. Artwork by Self Uno. Tweet to us at our brand new handle, at on some hip hop shit. And that is what's up. <laughs>